What is up, guys? Welcome back. I hope that you are all having a holly jolly festive season. Uh, I know that I sure am. My brain is awash in dopamine from getting to to you know be at home and see my family. And man, it's it's been such a great Christmas break. We didn't see you guys last week. Uh, you had some stuff going on, right? I had stuff going on. That's what I thought you told me. Were you no, refing a basketball game? Stuff. You had stuff going on. Yeah, I was. I was refing a basketball yeah, game. Uh, we could have totally altered everything uh, and tried to squeeze in a show, we but um, we decided to let. We it decided go. to let it go. We want. We want to bring you guys the absolute best. And before I get too much farther into this, let me not forget. I am Chris, a Green Beret medic, a husband, and a father. And I am Pastor Eric on the other side of the world, which it almost seems like from Chris. And I did not, can I lament here? I did not get to see the birth of my grandson, and that greatly grieves me. And I'm sorry. Can you just quickly give us an update? How is that going? I got to see too much of the birth of my son. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty, it was a pretty funny story. I won't go too deep into. We don't have to do the, the story, de- but... the details. But yes, uh, the Department of Common Sense grew solidly by one uh, last week. Uh, my awesome. my baby boy Killian James was born. Good little Irish name for a good little Irish Irish Scottish boy, uh, and he was born yep. at the house. And it's not something that we planned, but. That's the way that it happened. So, uh, thank God I kind of was able to keep my wits about me, kind of, for the most part, and I knew how to handle the situation, so I did, uh, and we are very blessed to have another mouth to feed. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in, guys. This is what we got for you this week. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, yep. with the birth of your son, Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let's head on. Let's do it, man. So what I want to do this week is a little bit different. Uh, you guys are going to be jetting around the country, hopefully spending time with your loved ones uh, yep. over the next couple weeks. And so, you know, who you don't need in your ear or taking up your mental capacity and that's us plus we want to spend some time with our family too you know so that being said i'm letting you guys know right now this is the plan through the rest of the holidays we're dropping an episode for you guys tonight uh it's gonna be a holly a jolly episode this is gonna be the season ender the year ender for us and we will see you back here in 2024 ready to hit the ground running because i think things are going to get quite spicy in 2024 but that's not very quickly that's but that's not what we're going to talk about right now we're going to enjoy this festive time of year uh and so what i've got for you guys in lieu of a big idea i don't i'm not having too many big ideas lately because i'm just trying to Enjoy spending time with my family. So in the spirit of staying lighthearted and keeping things festive, what I thought that we would do is kind of take a look back at 2023 through a humorous lens. I'm not going to I'm not going to depress you guys. I promise it's going to be a humorous take, but I'm going to do uh, the 12 memes of Christmas. So what I no. so what I've so what I've done is I went back and I looked at what was going on 
uh, the big stories from each month beginning in January and ending with this month since we've only got eight days left. I feel pretty comfortable uh, in saying that probably the biggest news stories uh, are, are probably out and everything. You can you can feel the calm right now. Everything's kind of dying down, you know. Um like I like I said a couple of weeks ago, our our globalist overlords they like to take time off to go see their families too. I guess I, lizard people do that as well. I would imagine, you know. So anyway, yeah, they just eat their young. <laughs> that's all. So we're <laughs> so we're gonna take the time, and I want to take you back to January of 2023, and we're gonna march through. Uh, and take a look at some of the biggest, craziest, funniest news stories. Again, since I'm the editor-in-chief here, I get to decide what I think is culturally important to bring to you guys. No. And that's what I've done. No. And we're just going to do a recap who's who and what's new to, to right. wrap up 2023. All right. So are you ready for this? Let's do My it. My goal is to make you laugh because you you haven't seen this. And, and just like I tell you guys every single week going going into this special uh, kind of big idea who's who what's new crammed together well, we have not talked about these headlines I did all this research nope. on my own and I'm going to put up up here for them and we're going to kind of debate maybe a little bit back and forth so if there's a story in here that you thought should have been added that I missed let us know down in the comments oh hey you know like June wasn't that story it should have been this story or sure. whatever and let us know what, sure. what you think the, the most important stories were but yeah. that being said here we go uh, let's just jump straight into it. So I'm going to take you back to, uh, January, 2023. And here's what, here's, and we're gonna do this in memes guys. So it's keeping it lighthearted and humorous, but the department, Hey, we have a new team building activity, the team building activity guys. If you know, you know, are you, were you up on that story? No, What's going on? no, so this, no, I'm, 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 I'm to I am blank. What is it? Okay. So this, this lady, her name was uh, Megan, Megan Hall. Uh, it's already a problem with the name Megan, so, <laughs> made, okay. Made a splash in January 2023. She levied uh, complaints of sexual assault against some of the males in her Tennessee police department there that she's in. Oh, as the, it's coming back. It's coming as back. As the investigation unfolded, uh, come to find out, Miss Megan Hall um had gotten to know I, I like it wasn't all but it was almost all of the males in her department like very well uh some of them some of them more than one at a time are so, we talking <laughs> carnally here yes in a oh. in the in the biblical sense oh uh, okay she uh she got around faster than a than a than a g6 as it were <laughs> And and uh, team building, yeah, team building hmm. exercise. So that's a there you guys go. January twenty twenty three, Megan Hall uh, became internet famous uh, for reasons that I'm sure that she wasn't. I I would plan. I would uh, hope maybe she wasn't planning. I would it. hope she's not proud of. But you know, let that be a lesson to you, kids. You know, uh, is she attracted to police officers? <laughs> then she'd be attracted to herself uh, I, okay let's leave let's, it alone yeah, moving, on. moving right along so then we, we right. roll into February uh, and I, I don't know if you guys remember the the big news story that was slowly hovering over us in February of this past year uh, slowly, slowly okay. making its way across the continent of the United States was this guy 
And here's what I what I thought was the funniest the funniest meme, the old Chinese spy balloon. If you guys remember that from February, twenty twenty three. That was really in February. It was in February. Yeah. So I, in my brain, it was like warmer weather. But okay. Whoever did this, though, I think won. Eric, happy Valentine's Day. Love Fang Fang. So if you guys don't remember, kind of mashing two stories together on that one. But Eric Swalwell. <laughs> One of our Congress. Oh, no, no, please, please. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. <laughs> if you guys, if, if at any point we're going through these and you're like, I don't remember that or I'm not up on that story. Well, it, you know, I, I, uh, right, right, right. You are out in the cold and, uh, yeah. Hey, where, where, yeah. What were you doing? Living under a rock? <laughs> where have you been? Yeah, exactly. All right. So, gotcha. uh, let's see, not a meme here. But, oh, wait, I think I had one. Wait, do, 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 don't let, there, there it is. Okay, all right. So, I did have a meme. Uh, so, here we go into March. So, the big thing that happened in March, let's, uh, just in case nobody has made this meme yet, following the recent Silicon Valley bank collapse, I'm just going to lend your money to an unprofitable startup in the down market, and it's gone. Oh. <laughs> and Silicon Valley Bank was no more. Uh, and it wasn't the only bank to go under. Um, no, last year. wasn't there three that went down with that uh, one? And FTX, because the whole Sam Bankman-Fried thing had had been kind of percolating. Uh, I think in having to go and look this stuff up, he was arrested in I want to say December. Right, but there were three other uh, or, uh, California. Oh, well, yeah, they're based in California. Yeah. I don't want to say they're California banks, right? But right, based in California, with Silicon Bank being one of them. Right. Yeah, billions of dollars. <laughs> Poof, gone, gone with the wind. <laughs> yeah, and there he was. Gone, and there it was. Gone, gone. <laughs> Just <laughs> I listen. I is it funny to me that. A bunch of billionaires lost lots of money because they, you know, got surprised by a money laundering scheme. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yeah, yes, I, if you I, don't you know. know how to handle it, you don't deserve it. Yes. Yeah, I, hey, wise words. Um, wise words. A, uh, ben Franklin, a fool and his money are soon parted. Are e I, easily parted, isn't it? One of the yeah. two. Yeah, good. So there you go. There you go. All right, moving right along. So we're marching. So that was what January, February, March. Now we're in April. No. So the big story, the big story in April. You're gonna love this. So when you when you accidentally drink a Bud Light, and now you're transgender. <laughs> no, that looks painful. I see that second picture. Wow. So going back to uh, April of this year, guys. Uh, Bud Light thought it would be a good idea. Anheuser Busch, who who's not even American owned anymore, they're they're owned by a Belgian um company. Uh, yeah, I didn't a, a, specifically a, know what country, a, B, but I know it's European. AB Bev or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. If, if you guys aren't up on this kind of stuff, like most of the alcohol, basically there there's like two business sides of it you have the, the the transportation rights because alcohol flies all over the world and crosses borders and everything so yeah. so you have the you have the 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 distribution rights uh and then you have the actual like who's doing the production uh and and that beverage company that i talked about 
in InBev, AB InBev or something like that. They they mm -hmm. they own like 90% of the world's liquor's distribution rights. It's 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 pretty ridiculous like oligarchical behavior, but I'll leave you to go look that up and and see what you, you know, right. to, to go down that rabbit hole. Have fun with hey. that, but between me, you, and the Fence Post, uh, putting together a um, speaking of of uh, uh, local breweries, uh, I'm putting together a fundraiser. You have my you'll attention. Never guess who I am dealing with right now that may be supplying all of the drinks to my fundraiser in February. Take a wild guess. Local spotted cow. Point Brewery. Oh, Point. Even closer. Yeah, Point Brewery. Very cool. Um, Love those guys. And and I'm being Big a non-alcoholic guy, right. um, they do all of the specialty sodas, and oh, they have a really great yeah. cream soda yeah, and root sure. beer. So, um, yeah, working with them right now to to uh, quench the thirst of my fundraiser. So, and looking forward spice to spice up your holidays. Uh, no, it's going to be in February. So, well, it will be close to uh, Valentine's Day. You know, what we're doing, while so. we're on this, a, a funny thing happened to me the other day that'll crack you up. I had a, a buddy helped me install. Shout out to you. You know who you are if you if you listen to this. But I had a buddy help me install a water pump on my wife's car. Uh, and so it's okay. pretty customary in the circles that I run in that yeah. if somebody's giving you free labor. Done about 10, 15 of those in my life. Yeah. Well, this one. Oh, man, this one turned into a chore. But anyway, so as a thank you, you know, he was donating his time to me i ended up saving 200 bucks on the job you know yeah. firestem was going to yeah. charge me 250 i ended up buying the stupid thing for i think like 40 bucks and then free labor plus i you know i asked him hey what kind of beer do you drink because that's that's a pretty customary thing in the in the groups that i run in give you know yeah, throw yeah somebody yeah, a six yeah, pack yeah. thanks for your time he goes absolutely he goes oh i don't want he goes if you're if you're gonna swing by the store he goes how about picking me up like some uh some eggnog and i was like <gasps> you're actually one of those people that like alcoholic oh. eggnog and he's like oh yeah it's so great and i'm like dude even even back when i did drink heavy which you know praise god i i try not to do that anymore even back then i couldn't mix my alcohol with my dairy that is so no, good no, that no, is no, so no, gross no, dude no. <laughs> so i did no. i bought him a bought him a bottle of eggnog and i gave it to him and even as i was handing it to him I'm like you are the one person in the world that i've met that actually drinks this stuff like i see it in in the the shopettes and the stores and whatever every year and I'm just like and it's always full I never see anybody buy it I never see anybody take it no, home no and the pre mix is <laughs> yeah. pre mix is god awful anyway but I, I mean if you're going to do it you get the good eggnog and you do your own right right if your if you're gonna do it and then and then I would suggest but, if you're gonna do it like I I know that some people put like Southern Comfort in there which is a bourbon I know some people put some uh, spiced rum spiced rum but I was rum. just gonna say if you're gonna do it get like Go the spiced rum route, like those flavors mesh. I saw a person put tequila Captain. in theirs once, and I put what tequila in in a Ooh. in an eggnog once, and I was like, that made me sick just Ooh. thinking about it. But Ooh, anyway, hey. we ran Ooh. down that rabbit hole far enough. Let's let's, let's plenty let's, far <laughs> enough. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. Right. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday with the ones that you love. And uh, if you're watching this in between the holidays, uh, I hope that you're looking forward uh, to. A new year. I got to say uh, right now, I'm actually strangely optimistic about 2024. Mm. I am. I know it's I know things are going to get rough. I know they're going to get rough, but I'm strangely I'm strangely optimistic. I think. Are we going to talk any about um, 
uh, right now we're doing the we're doing these memes, right, okay? Sure. And and we need to get back to we're heading towards May, so we need we need to get to May. Oh, you're gonna love. But May I just want to ask, in in anything near in the future, are are we going to talk about Colorado and the ballot? I I don't want to come right out and say it all. Well, that I well when we when we get to December, I think that that is like the biggest <laughs> news story in December. So, spoiler alert. Okay, but all right, let's move on. Yeah, May. I I I can't believe what we just watched with with Cal. Yeah, that that is a such a wild story, and I do want to talk about it, but I'm I'll probably talk about it here in a couple weeks, uh, more in depth. Okay, but well, I we're going to hear more about it, right? I, it's it's so when you the only reason it's exactly what you said that brought that to my mind. Um, you're optimistic about I am. <laughs> about 2024. With that happening, no, I'm not I'm, optimistic I'm about 2024. I'm strangely optimistic. I I, I am. I think we're. I think That's I think we're going to beginning of shenanigans. Oh, absolutely. You know, the last when was the last time a president was actually removed from a ballot in states? You know. Abraham Lincoln and immediately proceeded to say like, yeah, we're in for it. We are. But I think, see, this, this is my, my theory. We had to hit the tipping point. And I think on the other side of the tipping point, I, I, I see us rebounding. I'm long on the United States to quote hat tip, uh, Dan Bongino. That whole thing was, uh, you know, I was channeling him right there for a second, but okay, but I am, I, I'm, 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 Strangely, I saw a thing on Tucker Carlson, and uh, he was just speaking off the cuff to um, I don't know if it was journalists or what exactly, who exactly, what group he was speaking to. But he said, There's only one thing coming up in 2024 that I am sure of. I am sure that Donald Trump will not run against Joe Biden. Hmm. That's he said, That's the only thing I'm not sure of. I cannot tell you what that will look like. I cannot tell you. I just I just know that that will not be the head to head. I don't know which way it's going to tip. Right. I don't know which way it's going. And I cannot tell you the 200 and 300 shenanigans that we are going to see before we get there. All I know is it will be things we have never seen before. Yeah, but see, because they've already proved their capacity to go there. Oh, abs- absolutely. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but adding to my optimism, what I kind of see going on is that the the average American uh, is waking up and, and, and that's what, and you know what? I will always, I will always put money on Americans that when they do wake up and that's why I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Also, man, like I'm, I'm actually starting to drool right now. Talking to it. I talking about it. I, I, I get excited about a fight. Like I, I know we're, <laughs> I know we're getting ready to go into a fight and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm finally like the, the anticipate, the, the anticipation of it has been killing me. And then it's yeah. like, now we're going to go into it, which means, you know, and you can take that word fight and I'm not speaking literally like, or, or am I? But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is what I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, let's, let's, let's have it out, man. Let's finally have this out. And I, and I've been waiting for it for a long time. And, and I, I still have faith in, in my fellow Americans. Uh, a lot of things have been, you know, it's a, a lot of people don't realize or haven't realized the fight that we're, that we've been in. Right. And so it's like now they're waking up to it and they're seeing uh, all the moves that have been made. They're seeing uh, the way that communists and socialists have uh, infiltrated, like all of our institutions have completely ensconced themselves and and, and, like 
burrowed in like ticks uh, and have been using all of those beloved institutions uh, for their own left wing uh, I- ideological subversions of the United States. People are starting to wake up uh, like um, I'll m- make this point and then we'll we'll move back, you know, back to the to the main event. But when people watched the uh, the Civil War um the 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 civil war uh reunification memorial at Arlington get ripped out there was a judge they they had they were they were going to remove it and then a judge put a stay on it and said you can't you can't do this and then the the stay on the order uh expired and before the before the open of business i think it was like the next day uh or maybe it was over the weekend but before the next open of business where they could get in and re put the stay on it the federal government already showed up desecrated a bunch of graves of u.s service people that are buried there at arlington so they could rip out this civil war memorial now governor yunkin uh has taken as the governor of the state of virginia which arlington is inside of his borders has taken control of the memorial uh and pledged to make sure that it's not destroyed and, and he's going to to hold on to it but like that that First of all, you can't get the government to do anything, anything Not that, that quick. quick, but they were in there with the quickness to rip that daggone memorial out and and the uproar that I heard about it online of just even the average person being like, what, what did I just watch? Why are we, get, why are we getting rid of it. Civil War memorials? Like the whole point of that. Well, it's, it's, it's a racist memorial. Like, what are you talking about? It's, it's the memorial was created for us coming back together after a bloody civil war. They don't want you to remember. Right. You and right. I both know like why they're doing this. It, but- this, this is, yeah. China is, is currently facing this. I thought you were getting ready to tell me that Ben showed up and he had some secret codes and that there was like a treasure behind it or something. I, I wish that's a great, that's a great reference. No, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it went down, but, but I, I, I see this stuff happening and I'm outraged on, in one sense, but then on the other, I'm like, keep, showing people your ass like keep keep doing it because the more that these evil socialist communists show people like who they really are and what they really want people are waking up now there's a there's a certain point and and moving into 2024 i didn't want to didn't want to tip my hand like too early but i'm i'm gonna start um the action side of this podcast next year I'm 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 leaning forward into it. Like this this guy's isn't that just supposed to be like entertainment is not why I'm building this channel. Like we're no. we're gonna start we're gonna start doing things. Yeah, we we and, we, and, we need a call to action. And, and there and there will be and heading into twenty twenty four is is when I wanna start uh doing that stuff. And you guys know that we're we're based out of uh Wisconsin. That's kind of home plate for us. Wisconsin is a uh considered a swing state coming up in this election and i'm looking forward to to putting putting things into action on the ground there in the swing state of wisconsin and and start uh you know putting our money where our mouth is and i i would really hope that you guys we got to start i i fully believe in starting in your family and then your small community and then building out from there and so we're we're going to take our own advice and that's how we're going to start doing things and i'm i'm yeah. Man, I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited. Uh, you guys got a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a preview on that. But I'm gonna let's uh, back up 
because we've run down we this. We got the month of May to get <laughs> we to. Got the, we've run down, we didn't get through half the year yet. So you're going to like this. But okay, so moving into the month of May, uh, here's your here's your May meme. So been enjoying this podcast. Great takes from oh, Ashley, I Rachel, Gorlock the Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. So if you guys if you guys aren't uh familiar with the whatever podcast, they've kind of made a splash uh in the last couple years. You got a panel of young uh very bright libertarian and conservative minded men that sit down with a lot of these uh they they bring on a lot of prostitutes and models and all kinds of stuff uh from like OnlyFans and they sit there and they talk to them about cultural issues feminism and and the conversation goes about how you would you would think uh but this particular episode which splashed under the internet in may and made quite a they're they're asking these ladies like on a scale of one to ten you know like rate my hotness like what do you how would you guys each rate yourself and they, go, they go around the table and this morbidly obese yes model like straight up unironically looks at the guy and says like i'm a 10 and he's like wait what <laughs> so it, it made a it, it made a splash quite a big splash i think maybe the ocean jumped out and said that's okay i'll wait but that's a you're easy cowboy. all right all, all right cowboy. all right so may let's go into june all right are you ready, june. Are you ready for june June, right, let's do let's it. dive into this one. <laughs> yuck, yuck, oh, yuck, yuck. So, so the funniest okay. memes of June. Please reconnect the controller. Uh-oh. <laughs> so do you remember the uh the Ocean Gate Titan submersible? Oh, oh. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and it came out. The, oh man, the, the that, that was, was a heartbreaker. People it was. died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I believe four, if I want to remember correctly. Four people died. And More than that. There was seven or eight mm -hmm. on board. Yeah, we did a video about it on this channel. Yep. back then. Yep. Yeah, um, yep. uh, that that was a wild story. Now, like on on one hand, I'm really glad to see uh, entrepreneurs uh, and business people like pushing the fields of science like this. Like when I see like Elon Musk oh, wanting to go into yeah. into space, and I see people wanting to, you know dive into the ocean and we we actually know more about the surface of the moon than we do about the depths of our own oceans yeah, you know and they, yeah. these people are trying to explore that like i'm all here for for the exploring uh the intrepid spirit you know like mm -hmm. i would have i would have liked to have said if i was alive in the 1800s i would have been a go west kid i, mean, I would have like yeah go west man like, oh, yeah. let's, let's yeah. see what's out there um but anyway yeah. uh yes it was a sad story um eight people eight people died and and then the the i think the worst part of it that came out after the fact was that, you know, the United States government knew from, from the beginning, they had sonar evidence. Like they heard the second that, that the thing imploded under its the, own the thing weight, imploded, uh, but they yeah. still, now there's a certain argument to be had where people were like, well, they, they put a show of searching for them because Americans need to know uh, that their government is, you know, is going to come find them. And so it was more about instilling a sense of, patriotism and reassurance from the government and i'm like well that's all that's all well and good um i, I wish you would have i wish you would do the same thing in like afghanistan or or yeah. or israel you know <laughs> or, well, <laughs> like, yeah um any other any I, I other series if, if you heard or not but um 
and and I know you got better circles than I do uh, and ways to find things out. But I was um, informed that there was um, the way that we knew about it is that there was top secret uh, devices that we're using in order to track other things and to have allowed that uh, to swoop in and to get that before we could get those devices out of there. That's what took the time. That's why we knew where they were, what had really happened. And so, um, yeah, North Atlantic uh, trade lines, um, that's where they were. Mm. And f- the question is, is, uh, you know, why, why are we monitoring it with top secret uh, <laughs> technology? Uh, so yeah, to keep all that down, yeah, we had to get our, get our stuff and get out of the pool before we could allow, uh, allow it to be discovered. That, that, that's what I heard. We are such a joke. Oh, thanks. Not we, like America. Oh, more, oh. more just, oh, sometimes it just, yeah. it, sometimes it just embarrasses me. All right. Yeah. Now we're moving into July. All right. Uh, July. So, okay. July. You remember this lady? Do I have to? That mother effer is not real, lady. So she made quite a splash in July. uh, No, I don't remember that. Unintentionally internet famous as well. Uh, They got her on quite a few cell phone cameras climbing off of a a flight. I believe she was flying out of uh, DFW. Uh, I can't remember where to, but she's getting off the plane and she started causing quite quite a stir because she was standing in the aisle and yelling and screaming. And then the clip that went absolutely viral was her standing there and going, well, if there's one thing I know for sure, that mother effer right there is not real. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, what are you talking about? And so it was like, you know, it, every the conspiracy theories went wild. Like, did she see an actual lizard person? Uh, did she, did she run into an alien? Uh, was it a demon as some people suggested? Uh, who knows? But apparently the guy, the guy that she was pointing at, um, it, it, it ended up coming out. They had somewhat of an altercation. They were sitting next to each other on the plane or in close proximity and they had somewhat of an altercation. And, and I, I can't remember if he said he was like a, an actual Satanist or an atheist or something like that, but he, he was getting under her skin, uh, by, deconstructing her faith and whatever and then uh one thing led to the next and then i think she came out later because they they know who she is now uh and she came out later and was basically like you know i had i'd I'd been a little over served i might have might have been mixing my might have been (laughs) might have been mixing my wine with my xanax guys do not mix your alcohol and your benzodiazepines so but anyway uh it, it it made for a fun month of july so and we needed it, I'm sure. The levity, the levity was most welcome. All right, so yes. August. The, yes, baseball was not doing well at the time. So <laughs> the anyway. big thing that happened in August, you guys. Pre- oh yeah, the president of the United the States shot. was arrested. <laughs> a former president of the United States was arrested for the first time in American history. A lot of firsts this year. First time a Speaker of the House has yeah. been vacated. First time a former president's been arrested. Yeah. Uh, first time are getting... uh, president has been removed from a ballot yeah 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 so anyway uh shameless plug here uh because this is about the time that i was a little baby bird was stretching my meme wings 
uh, and I got involved on this. Uh, I was watching it break. Oh, do you got something to add? I was watching it break the moment that it dropped on Twitter. Okay. I just okay. happened to have my phone in my hand and I rushed out and I got in on some of the fun here too. So yeah. here we got, you know, just a few beers Uh oh, the next morning. A little, little flip book. There's me pre-COVID. Me now. <laughs> I had fun with it. Me before having kids. Hey, now, have, have, have fun with three it, Three kids man. later, four kids later now, you know. Yeah, there's the, yeah. The, the young lieutenant, and then when he becomes major, yeah, uh -huh. private versus the sergeant first class. So I, I had, I had quite a bit of fun, uh, with with that one as well when it dropped. But they, they said you and a couple other hundred thousand people. Oh yeah, you know they and they said too, like, dude, that 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 photo is going to become one of the most famous images oh, in yeah. all time of all time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. They, they did not know what they were, and the and of course, uh, don't let this get past us by saying it was done in order to embarrass him. He took it and they, ran a they, literal they, capital they campaign millions, on it, millions. And then you can't even discount the fact <laughs> that that people like us, like here on this channel, we're rushing to get the memes out about it. You know, yeah, one of the we want to jump on that bandwagon well, for whatever reason. And but, one yeah. of the one of the strongest tools, guys, that we have at our disposal is mockery. Mm -hmm. The emperor has no clothes and cannot and cannot. <sighs> is be... that really mockery? That's just truth telling. But, but come on. But, but it's but it's important that you you utilize the tools that you have at your disposal. Ty I mean, it may be tyrants, sarcasm, but tyrants, it's not mockery. Right. Tyrants cannot stand to be mocked. No. with the truth and so you you know it's like i i made that other meme earlier this year i took the the stone sculpture of sun tzu i always love like the misattributive like apocryphal memes where it's like a you're putting words in a person's mouth you know if you guys don't know the definition of the word apocryphal but <laughs> but i did the <laughs> I, I did one you know it's like you know it's a like, people be like you know uh you know, F F hookers do blow George Washington. You're like, oh, but I did, I did one and it was, it was, you know, Sun Tzu. And I said, you know, uh, mock them until they cry. Or I know I said, I said, meme them until they cry, then make memes about them crying. Sun Tzu, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but take it all the way to the ground, baby. Yeah, take it all the way to the ground. Do it, dude. All right. Totally so, so August, uh, September. So September. big news in September. Uh, Try to remember a time in September. Okay. So anyway, we found out that we weren't alone. Uh, the government of Mexico dropped this banger on the world and said that they had found an alien body. Wait, so now we have alien bodies being shown by the Mexican government? Looks like a kid got a D in pottery class. Yeah, it was... I don't yeah. understand like how in, they ever thought that we would take them seriously. Uh, dude if that was my my class I, I was that's a work right there for me yeah. i'm potter yeah. i mean come on well I'm, I'm terrible here's here's where things really started to speed up heading into the end of the year so everybody remembers what happened on october 7th um yeah. and now the middle east is uh embroiled in war again uh fulfilling all the prophecies but you know, coming out of that, we got memes like this, the squad, also known as the Hamas caucus. 
uh i uh, true that you know so yeah that's not even funny that's just okay that's that's no it's not it's because it's true and then what i what i think has got to be uh the most viral moment in december again we're we're gonna talk about december oh what happened in november oh did i say i meant november my bad okay my bad um is uh here we go so let's let me get this pulled up here but elon musk dropped this banger ah yeah yeah i hope it is See, go f- yourself. Yeah. But go f- yourself. Yeah. You gotta love it. Dude. Uh, let, let me say it four times because obviously <laughs> the people in the room do not understand that I don't care. I'm the richest man in the world. <laughs> and, and like and watching, I yeah, don't care. I think that was one of my favorite moments of the whole year, honestly. Watching him, and then and then he calls out Bob Iger from Disney. Like shortly yeah, after that, he's yeah. like, "Bob, I, I hope you're in the audience." By the way, <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, well, he called when him I out." I heard about name. that. I heard somebody making comment, and they go, "Oh, and he calls out the president of Disney." And I'm thinking, it's a satirical call out, or it's a, not a little. And then I saw the film footage. He literally calls him yeah. out. I mean, it's. It was no mistake yep. by name. I <laughs> was like, oh, somebody just said, I am the big dog and I know how this works. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. I am the big dog. He is. So, yeah, I, you know, I can create my own economy. I am not dependent on the current economy. I can create my own economy. That's just how big I am. All right. And then here here we here so. we're going into uh December and I think the absolute biggest news story of December is you know, it wasn't enough to make history by arresting him. Now he's been actually removed from a ballot in uh, the state of Colorado. And what's so funny about this news story, too, is that the the justices on the Colorado Supreme Court made the decision, uh, immediately put a stay on their own decision and sent it to the Supreme Court. So it's 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 a giant it's a giant. <laughs> I hadn't heard yeah, that far. Right. And so he's actually still on the ballot until the Supreme Court here's the case like like there it, it was a political stunt from the bottom up absolutely 100 percent. and even even they knew what they were doing uh there was no way uh that it it would that it's illegal that it would stand under the supreme court and so just like the cowards that they are and you know what uh i hope you hear this you justices on on the colorado supreme court you are cowards you are cowards. You you make your decision. You uh, write a phony, just bogus decision on it. On on majority, on, on, they wrote a bar, bogus majority. On and why then they voted and then the immediately send it off to to the Supreme Court to go be heard because you can't even stand behind what you did. Your own. You're asking. Your own you're decision. asking somebody else. Uh, to back up your decision. But anyway, so immediately this was basically the sentiment. 
everybody is, uh, you know, you, you got Trump mashed up with uh, Abraham Lincoln on all these images, you know, like let the let the jokes stand. But, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. You know, he was he was saying about himself. It, it, Donald, this isn't the first time that Donald Trump has uh, likened himself to Abraham Lincoln. He's he's got quite a high uh, he's got quite a high opinion of himself, and I, and I think I think it's he even said once, uh, and Mr. President, if I'm putting words in your mouth, I do apologize, but I, I think he did say once that uh, Abraham Lincoln was his favorite president. I think I think I I heard that a quote from him one time. But anyway, uh, it's really neither here nor there. Um, but it's like if you guys didn't want him to be <laughs> such a a pivotal figure like Lincoln, you sure are continuing to put him in the position. <laughs> you know, making his, making his words come true. So, uh, we'll see how this, how this goes. I have, uh, most of the legal scholars are saying that there's absolutely no way that it can stand in the Supreme court. It's going to get struck down. He still technically is on the ballot. Like I said, because they actually put a stay on the decision immediately after deciding it to send it to the Supreme court. So he hasn't even been removed from the ballot yet. Um, but this is, this is, uh, absolutely drawing, dividing lines to where you can see if you dude if i'm sorry if you're on the side where you think that what they did was an appropriate move that that this is like one of those questions where it's like that's all i need to know about you politically we don't we don't don't have to go any further no (laughs) because you're 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 about having your way you're not about america exactly and the way things are, you're not about fairness and the like, way things should like, run. You do realize that um, the whole, the, the reason why they had to do that is because their decision is so ludicrous. They don't want to be disbarred. Right. No, a hundred percent. And, and, and guys, it's like it, it disbarred, the, disbarred. Think about what that means. I'm on the Supreme court. I did something, but I had to back up my decision over here so that I wouldn't be disbarred. My license taken away from me by the state for doing something unconstitutional. The treachery runs so much deeper than you guys, wow. than you guys realize yeah. too, because they, they said that he cannot appear on the ballot in the state of Colorado because he's guilty of insurrection, a, a crime, a charge that he's never even actually been charged with. Charged like with. you don't you don't realize how how much they have just thrown the entire not just American legal system, but like the entire idea corpus, of Western a, um, a Roman Western concept that goes back a couple of hundred years, over four hundred. They years. have thrown the concept of of law as we understand it in the West out the door and they, and they said me as a judge, I don't think this guy should, should be able to run for president in my state. Uh, so I'm going to unilaterally declare him guilty of a crime that he was never charged with. And then, and then, and then decry him guilty. Like I said, and then execute punishment which is, which against is, him for a thing that he has never habeas, he has never habeas stood corpus. a day in court, right? Which is the <laughs> so, basis of our law so, that every man has his day in court. So the idea of he didn't even have a day in court. That's what I'm saying. So the idea of innocent until proven guilty gone. The idea of like you said habeas corpus of being able to stand 
uh, all of all of your all of your rights, being able to face your accuser, gone. <laughs> they threw they they threw out the all of our guidance, the entire idea of Western court, gone in one moment, in one in one swoop uh, strike of the pen, dude. And that's the reason why I said basically the reason and why they stayed it and threw it to somebody else is because they didn't want to be disbarred. Yeah. So that, that's disbarment. That's they did not practice law. Yeah. They abused, which it would get you disbarred in any state. Yeah. Would you abuse your uh, court uh, because you when you you it's called being a member of the court. And so they protect themselves and they have the bar association that allows you to be a member of the court. You're accepted in and so forth. So the state recognizes you as following constitutional law. And right there, you just said we we like you pointed out, we threw it all out just so that we could get our opinion in about this guy. But as soon as we did that, that's the very thing that people go, you can't practice law in our our state if that's how you're going to do law. Sorry, you just broke every rule. You can't practice law in our state. So to protect ourselves, we really didn't make a decision. We made a decision, but we really didn't make a decision. Yeah, no, 100%. It's a stunt all the way. It's a stunt. I would say the – so what they're desperately trying to do is set up a legal precedent situation so that mm-hmm. so that other states can do the same thing. Uh, I want to say that the uh, one of the chief prosecutors in California, as soon as this decision got handed out, got busted. Uh, there there was a document that was circling circulating online where she was asking uh, her one of the DAs to to I believe the phrase that was used was seek every legal avenue or every legal means to get Trump removed from the ballot in California. So she got busted doing that. Uh, and then they're looking at it in Michigan. They're looking at it in uh, uh, at least one other state that I've heard about as well. And so the idea is they want to be able to, they, they had to have a group that was ballsy enough, like you said, to, to sign it and start the decision. Uh, and then the idea is that as these other states do it, they'll be able to look at legal precedent. Well, based on the precedent set by, and that, and that's how they do it. And that's how they, they launder right. these things through the legal system and, and, you know, cover their butts. And you've heard as about Republican states, how that works, right? I'm, I, I'm, I'm a 100% here for it. These people need to understand that they cannot treat our legal system like that. And so if you're going to remove Trump from the ballot, I absolutely hope that there are Republican states that are already going, well, you know what? Things that the uh, current – I got to be really careful and couch my – my. Let me say this. Then. I will let you take what this What they one. are looking for – Technically, he's is, my boss. <laughs> <laughs> what they are looking for is they said if that is the standard right. for removing from the ballot, then you cannot believe the video uh, – the video um, uh, evidence that we have in order to remove Biden sure. from the ballot. Absolutely. That he it, it is our belief that as a state, he does not have the mental acuity in order to run for president. Here's our evidence. And anybody that's ever watched, there's plenty. You did this. 
you know and th- and that's the thing that that's the thing that that uh see the we need to remember supposed to be you guys did this sword it cuts both ways exactly you guys did this but Always remember, too, guys, that when it comes to, like, left-wing, right-wing divide in politics, people that are classically associated with being on the right tend to still have respect for the institutions, want to conserve and preserve the institutions. They will not allow themselves to break the law uh, or do things extra-legally or extra-judiciously. We tend to try to maneuver inside of the court systems and do things uh, because the Constitution is our guide. Like, we'll look at it and we will go, uh, well, you know, I'd like to be able to do that, but I can't because the Constitution says, you know, this office doesn't have the authority, so on and so forth. Those are those are examples. People on the left have no such compunction, guys. The destruction of the system is the point. And so it's like when when you realize that you're you're arguing semantics with a bunch of criminals that will that will utilize the system like a club, when they when they want to, but then are just just as happy to burn it all down because they wanted it destroyed anyway. So they you will work- did say deconstruction, right? Yes. Of the system. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they will work inside and outside of the system at the same time. You like you're the one that's hamstringing yourself by only following the law. So just just remember the fight that you're in. So when it's like, hey, stop! Don't you realize that you're setting the house on fire that we all live inside? they absolutely do and that's part of the point (laughs) yeah it's part of the point so and and it's fighting fire with fire it's like you guys want to be able to use that oh you just gave it to us to be able to use too you sure you want to use this now but that's why um you know you look at commentators like Dan Bongino, and I think that he's absolutely right he's a huge voice that's calling for this okay you want to start removing people from ballots let's Let's remove people from ballots. You know, we've we've got a reason to do it too. He's uh, throwing his weight in behind that, and I tend to agree with him completely on on this issue because it's like these people will not stop until they've felt real material losses. Until mm-hmm. because power is the is the coin of their realm. They mm-hmm. they care not for duty, for honor, for integrity. For any any of the other traits that that we you know associate with like public service, they care not for any of that. They only care about power. Yeah, it, it has to be treated. Um, if it's going to work, you can't bluff. It right. has to be treated like in the old west, um, the rule of the gun. You have your gun. Everybody has their gun on that hip. But if you pull that gun, yep, you better be you better be able to use you it. You better be able and willing to use yep. it. Well, the Republicans really have verbally said they've pulled the gun. Yep. So now's not the time to get weak in the knees. Yeah. Can't, can't this uh we got a we got a country to save and things things like I said guys things about to get spicy uh but yeah, and more on that in the new year. They'll only shut that down only when they prove that they're willing and able to use the same tactic that was used in Colorado. That'll be the only thing that'll get it to shut down. And so a lot of people may go, and I'm, I'm afraid of this, oh my goodness, we got Republicans that are going against the Constitution, and they're. but look, we have to do this game. If you're going to get the Democrats to shut down, you're going to have to play 
harder yeah. at their rules than they do. An excellent and point. Beat them I don't, at their own. Game. I don't have any more time for, uh, but you know, decorum. Like, but, yeah. but the decorum no. bros. That sorry, that that time has passed. That time, that time is gone, dude. Now, so I, I, I'd have to say that. Got to take it to the now, mat. I, I will say that there is a timing issue here. The Republicans have thrown out the warning, and it's good that they've thrown out the warning because maybe that'll make them back up a little bit. Uh, you still have the Supreme Court that will have to make the decision on it in order for the precedence to be set. In fact, when they rule against it. That sets a precedent. Yes, yes. And, and okay. It, it, so, but if the U.S. Supreme Court passes it, and that precedent is set, yes, then they have to move move into full and say, okay, you've given us a law to work with. Then so here we go. Yeah. A I shouldn't say a law because it wasn't didn't go through the houses, didn't get passed, and wasn't signed by the president. But they did enact a that's, policy. That's one of the things that is so evil about the way that uh, people on the left like to legislate from the bench. Uh, you saw the same thing with the Obergefell decision on gay marriage, and you saw the same thing uh, with Roe v. Wade on, on the abortion issue. Yeah, we've set policy, mm -hmm. but we didn't set law. Right, right. And so... Uh, you know, it's it's not the way that our government was was meant to work. It was never the way that our founding fathers uh, wanted the the systems of checks and balances within our no. within our no. three branches of government. Now, to listen, work, we need but... to end on a little humor. All right, yeah, I'm we kind of throw a little humor at you. Um, and and I'm going to go back to uh, Budweiser. <laughs> Bud. Why? Zer. Zer. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many people we could lose on that because they just don't have. Hey, go back, man. Go back to the. <laughs> They're not old. Go enough. back to the eighties when when Bud was making good commercials, dude. <laughs> when they when they were still entertaining us. Um, yeah. And let me just say, Mulvaney. Right. Well, that that was the impetus. Wasn't that in December? Didn't isn't that the? Did he have an appearance at a at a school? Oh, wasn't that here he, in December? Uh, it was either University of Pennsylvania or Penn State or one of I I, I believe Pitts, I think it's Penn State. Yeah, he was Pitt he State, was supposed right? to show up. Uh, oh, he did. He did show but up. But the crowd, but but the crowd. They didn't. had a thousand seating venue, and I think he had about uh, a little over a hundred people that showed up to watch yeah. him. Yeah. Do you know what that feels? I so well, yeah. Unfortunately, I do know what that feels played like. Played basketball, traveled uh, across. Okay, got to, got to do this just this tremendous thing. And the smallest venue that they took us to was a five thousand seating venue. That was the smallest venue that we played. And I can still remember the night that we drew a thousand people. I want to tell you how embarrassing it was to look up there and the place just basically looks empty. Yeah, basically empty. <laughs> yeah the optics on that are terrible. Uh, terrible. And so if he's in a thousand seating video yeah. and he draws a hundred, you kind of like, uh, you, you're, you're on the stage and it's like, is anybody, is anybody out there? Yeah, it's, it's, dead, <laughs> it's, it's the, the situation where it's like dead quiet that you hear like the one person cough. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's just like, oh man, it's terrible. Yeah. So that's that's ending on a hilarious note to me. So there can we go. end there? We can. <laughs> All right, guys. 
So that was the year in review, the 12 memes of Christmas, as it were. Uh, like I told you earlier, I hope that you are all having a wonderful holiday with the ones that you love the most and who love you. Uh, we're going to roll into keeping the main thing the main thing. We still got a little bit of Bible to drop on you guys tonight, so please make yeah. sure you're sticking around for that. But from the bottom of our hearts, and mine is particularly overflowing this holiday season, uh, we want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. Absolutely, everybody. Merry Christmas. And if that offends you, Merry Christmas to you, too. Ah, and and, 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 and and you know that thing that we got to say about hitting the bell and liking All that and subscribing? Yeah, do the thing with the thing down below, and then you can make sure that you do with the thing with the thing up above. You guys know all the internet jargon. But but it's going to be the best thing. <laughs> It'll be a fantastic It'll be thing. It'll a thing. Some people have told me it's the best thing ever. I wouldn't say it, but some some people would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working on my I've been working on my Donnie T. I, I like it. Oh, thank I you. Like <laughs> and back at it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. All right. Hope you're sticking around for the keeping the main thing the main thing. We'll see you over there. Alright guys, we are going to keep moving right into keeping the main thing the main thing. And for sure. the main thing this week, we've got another one of the Bible's biggest screw-ups for you. Who are we talking about this week? Uh, his name is Balaam. Uh, B-A-L-A-A-M. Balaam. Indeed. Okay. And uh, the the thing about this guy is he, he's a prophet of God, and in a lot of the the story where he's brought out here, we're in the book of Numbers, and a, and just a, being in the book of Numbers kind of tells you where we are in Jewish history. So uh, coming right out of the shoot of the Bible, you got Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. Each one of those books, Genesis, the book of beginnings, chronologically moves into Exodus, uh, which is uh, the Israelites being in captivity in Egypt, and God brings them out of Egypt, hence the name of the book, Exodus. Leviticus is about the establishment of them as a people, a culture, and a country, because there's two million of them or so, and so it's the Leviticus is their book of law, uh, that they have, and then the book of Numbers is they're getting ready to go over and inherit a land that God is taking them to, and before they go over into the land, each one of the 12 tribes is basically numbered and counted. A census is taken, and last instructions are given to them before they go over into the promised land. And so that's where we are. We're in the book of Numbers, and um, this guy is a prophet of the Lord. His name is Balaam, and uh, a king wants him to go to a certain group of people and curse them. You're a prophet of God. Put a curse on them, like a spell, if you will. 
And he's like, eh, I'm a, I'm a prophet of God. That's, that's not what I do. Exactly. And not really what I do, man. <laughs> it's, that, that, that's, that's not what God has me do. That's not how I work. It's not how any of but this works. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not how this works. Uh, and not only that, but I'm looking at these people and God is blessing them. Now I'm I'm a prophet of God. Don't ask me to go curse something that God is blessing. I, that's like working against my boss. Kind of, kind of. It definitely sets up a conflict of interest. And you and you do realize he's my boss. Right. I, I'm the underling here, so the underling doesn't do something the boss says don't do. Okay, so he's blessing them. I can't go curse them. Well, this king's like, oh man, I, I'll, I'll give you anything you want. And I love the one answer. If you were to read the entire chapter, the one answer that he gives him, I don't care if you give me your palace full of gold and silver. I can't. Ain't. I say this isn't like a. This isn't like an. I don't want to. I'm telling you, I. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not how this I works. <laughs> so finally, he puts some pressure on him about his life and stuff like that. And uh, that's where we're about ready to pick up the story. So he's he's going to, I, I don't know. I, I don't, it doesn't tell us if he's going to go do it, what his intentions fully are. If he's like, maybe there's somewhere in the way that he's like, ah, fooled you, King. Uh, you thought I was going to do it, but I'm not, you know, so I, I, we, we, we don't know. But the way that God treats him, um, we kind of get an inkling that he wasn't doing what the boss wanted him to do. So that's where we're going to pick it up. He decides to go out and meet these people. And he's already said, I'm not going to curse them. I'm not going to curse them. But, you know, um, when your life's on the line, maybe you'll go do something that you don't normally do. You know? So anyway, he gets on his donkey and he starts heading out to these people that he said he wouldn't curse, but he's heading out towards them anyway. So he's on his way. That's where we pick up the reading. You got it for us, I got it. So this is our BibleGateway.com uh, over here, guys. Uh, Numbers chapter 22, beginning in verse 21. This is the New Living Translation. So the next morning, Balaam got up, saddled his donkey, and started off with the Moabite officials. But God was angry that Balaam was going. So he sent the angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. As Balaam and two servants were riding along, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey bolted off the road into a field, but Balaam beat it and turned it back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between two vineyard walls. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, so Balaam beat the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord moved farther down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the donkey to get by at all. This time, when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down under Balaam. In a fit of rage, Balaam beat the animal again with his staff. Then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. What have I done to you that deserves your beating me three times? It asked Balaam. <laughs> you have made me look like a fool. Balaam shouted. I like how he just he just answers. He answered it without batting an <laughs> eye, didn't he? Just having this conversation. You have made me look like a fool, Balaam shouted. If I had a sword with me, I would kill you. 
But I am the same donkey you have ridden all your life, the donkey answered. Have I ever done anything like this before? No, Balaam admitted. <laughs> then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the roadway with a drawn sword in his hand. Balaam bowed his head and fell face down on the ground before him. Why did you beat your donkey those three times? The angel of the Lord demanded, look, I have come to block your way because you are stubbornly resisting me. Three times the donkey saw me and shied away. Otherwise, I would certainly have killed you by now and spared the donkey. Then Balaam confessed to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I didn't realize that you were standing in the road to block my way. I will return home if you are against my going. The angel of the Lord told Balaam, go with these men. But say only what I tell you to say. So Balaam went on with Balak's officials. When King Balak heard that Balaam was on his way, he went out to meet him at a Moabite town on the Arnon River at the farthest border of his land. Didn't I send you an urgent invitation? Why didn't you come right away? Balak asked Balaam. Didn't you believe me when I said I would reward you richly? Balaam replied, look, now I have come. But I have no power to say whatever I want. I will speak only the message that God puts in my mouth. Then Balaam accompanied Balak to Kiriath Huzoth, where the king sacrificed cattle and sheep. He sent portions of the meat to Balaam and the officials who were with him. The next morning, Balaam, Balak took Balaam up to Bamoth Baal. From there, he could see some of the people of Israel spread out below him. That is the end of the chapter. Yeah. Now go back. The the hinge verse is to me, uh, verse thirty four. Can can you just reread that real quick? Got you. So, verse thirty four. Then Balaam confessed to the angel of the Lord, "I have sinned, and I didn't realize that you were standing in the road to block my way. I will return home if you are against my going." All right. So, um, you're gonna know. This conversation is going to sound so familiar to you, all right? So here is what Balaam literally was saying. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't think, I stop right there, Balaam. Say those words again. Uh, I, I, I didn't think, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Say them again slower. The people I, in the back. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think. Yet, are you catching on yet, Balaam? Yeah. What did you not do? I I didn't think. There you go. Now <laughs> we're getting to you. Your donkey has never acted this way before. You beat your donkey. <laughs> you you. He's been with you all of his life. He had to have the ability to talk. Which didn't freak you out. Now, is this one of those times where it says the angel of the Lord and we might be actually talking about Jesus? We might be. Is that, is that one of those that times? Is a, that is a common phrase that is used, and we think that that might be what we call a Christology, uh, where Jesus makes an appearance not during the dispensation of Jesus Christ or during Jesus' lifetime. So here we are in the... In the Old Testament. So this could very well be one of them. But this one thing that we know, he's got a sword, and it scared the donkey. The donkey had enough sense to be scared, okay? Balaam could not sit there and comprehend something's wrong. 
which tells you where his heart was set that he was going to make his donkey do this because he had decided that this is what he was going to do, even though earlier he's like, well, it doesn't matter if the king's palace is filled with gold. I'm not going to go against God. But his heart turned. Mm. And now he was going to go get the money. In fact, something that if he had paid attention to his own donkey, it would have told him, "Eh, you know what? My donkey don't act like this. What's wrong? What's keeping me from there? Well, the animal had more common sense than he did. That's, that's that even had that's to pretty turn, normally the case. <laughs> yeah. He literally had to turn to him and say, I've been with you all your life. Have I ever done anything like this before? Well, no. I like how the first words out of his mouth were not like, ah, talking donkey. Donkey. <laughs> he just answers him. Okay, donkey. <laughs> he's, just, he's, just, he's just standing here having a conversation with a donkey in front of these two servants. Like, what are they? What yeah. are they doing too? And they're in this whole time. They're like, <laughs> "Does the Bible say they say anything?" I, I would no, because they're freaked out. Yeah. They're like, Muh. but yeah, and and so as far as a screw up goes, he knew what he shouldn't have done. But his heart turned, the money offer, everything was there. They sweet-talked him. He sent two servants for him. Maybe there was going to be a threat on his life. I don't know what these two servants are going to do to me. Are they going to stab me? Do they really want me? But the point is, is that his heart changed, and he wasn't supposed to go. But now God's going to use him. Okay? I'll put you in there. So here we are, guys. Uh, I want to. Uh, I really want to talk to you right now. Sometimes, in fact, I was just into this conversation the other day where somebody was going, you know, if God would just make a sign fall out of the sky, that I'll know what God wants. Can I give you a duh look? He is giving. We're common freaking sense. That's our show. There is an awful lot of common sense that goes along with following God. First off, there's things written in his word. Do this, do this, do this. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. That alleviates a lot of the problems of us knowing what God really wants us to do. Common sense comes in. God wants us to do what is good what is righteous, and what brings praise to his name. There is an awful lot of things that can be wiped out just by applying those three principles. And we can find out what God would have for our lives if we did what was righteous, what brought praise to his name, what would lead us into his, in his holy way. That's what God is after. And if whatever that we do does not take us down that road, I'll give you for example. I had a a cousin very close to, older than myself. Uh, We attended the same church. A lot of us back in Cincinnati, a lot of us cousins went to the went to the same church. Had a pretty pretty big family. Seven seven daughters. A lot of them lived in the Cincinnati area and, well, kind of went to the same church. Anyway, he got an opportunity 
to become a manager of uh, Lincare. Uh, do you know what Lincare is, Chris? Lincare is a uh, it's nationwide, but you buy it as a um, oh like a McDonald's or a Burger King. We will call those uh, a franchise. Um, Franchise, you buy it as a franchise and bring it into your town. And what they do is they help you establish home health care. So they, if you need somebody that needs a hospital bed, they bring that to your home. Need oxygen, need a breathing apparatus machine, things to go into uh, your home shower. or So all those things that can be done in home healthcare products that you may need to be brought in, that's what Care does. And they bring them to your home. Uh, there's, there's a whole business on that. And they work with Medicare, Medicaid, insurances, all that kind of stuff. He was offered a job. He was making about twenty eight to 30, somewhere in the dollars $32,000 range <clears throat> as a teacher. Excuse me. Somebody saw him, liked him, knew that he had managerial skills and said, run my care for me and I'll pay you $80,000 a year. Well, nice jump, yeah, huh? A little, bit of a, a little bit of an upgrade. Right. Do you know what it means to be manager of anything? Uh, but a rhetorical so question. When, <laughs> uh, so when somebody misses out on work, oh, yeah. who fills in? Oh, yeah. Jobs, jobs got to get done. Yeah. Jobs got to get done. Um, when somebody is ill and can't come in, uh, who takes his shift? Uh, it's usually the manager. Unless you have an assistant manager, unless you're ran so skimply you can't afford a general manager or uh, assistant manager, which is the reason why your bump and pay got jumped so high. <clears throat> you in charge, baby. The buck stops here. The buck stops there, all right? You got all the pay. The manager fills in all the paperwork. The underlings don't even do the paperwork. They just show the where it's delivered and where they come back. But who's going to bill Medicare? Who's going to bill Medicaid? Um, who's working with the hospitals? Who's doing the advertisements? Who's, yeah, yeah, that's that's all the manager. Okay. Um, averaging $95 a week, uh, 95 hours a week. Whew. That's what it went to for the next Six years, we did not see Mike in church at all. You want to know what he was doing? He was working. working. Yeah. yeah. He was working. Um, the reason why Mike took the job is because a pastor said, well, Mike, I- I'm not kidding you. This is what the preacher said. Mike, you take that job. God wants you to do things better, and and He wants to bless the church through you. You'll have a bigger tithe, and and so I think God really wants you to take that job. Guess what was on that preacher's brain? Based on what you said, is the offering plate. Uh huh. He literally told Mike that. That's what he told him. Now, so the next six years, he literally. They've got uh, Mike and Patty have a daughter that's just a little bit older than you. And um, for the next six years, he didn't get to see his daughter grow up. I believe her name's Jessica. Working. Yeah. Like a dog. Pretty sure. Um, And, um, you know, so that's the way things went. Uh, The day that Mike left that business, bought a hot dog cart 
and sold hot dogs downtown Cincinnati, he told me was one of the most relieving freedom days of his life. Did he take a cut in pay? Yeah, but he was home every night. He had almost every weekend off. You're in an actual hot dog stand? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And he, he, I mean, he made 45000 a year running hot dog stand. It's not much. It's a simple life. Simple life? Hey, he didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn and wasn't coming home at 2 a.m. It's wild. The, the point was, is in the story, if he would have stopped and said, what is best for me? And what would walk the roads of righteousness? Do you think leaving your family is a road to righteousness over money? There's one issue. Do you think that doing it for money is doing it for God? Isn't there supposed to be things that are better, bigger, more satisfying, like serving God instead of serving money? Uh, I do believe the scripture says you cannot serve God and money. So uh, there were obvious things that were already in the Bible or whatever, but the spiritual advice that was given to him by that pastor, he literally lost five, six years of his life to that job. And it, it ended up hurting the church. He was the major bus driver for the church. He went out. He couldn't be the bus driver anymore. He wasn't showing up on Sunday mornings. Um, they didn't have a bus driver. They quit running a bus. They lost it. Anyway, little things like that. Uh, so there's common sense. I mean, just and basically his wife said, we've, we've got to do something. If she didn't bring it to the head, they were losing their marriage over it. She's like, Mike, you got to do something else. You got to do something else. So eventually he did. And um, they're still together. In fact, last year I stopped over. I wanted to say I hadn't seen him in years. Stopped over, saw him. Man, it was a it was a great visit. They asked about you. Oh, because um, you, told them hi you were the. You were the only one of my guys that they knew from back in the day. So what is Chris doing? And uh, Mike follows, actually, Mike follows your career, by the way. Oh. He's he's a Marine. Mm-hmm. And um, he loved his military duty. And uh, he watches you. And uh, you're, you're a bit of an inspiration to him. Cool. Well, if you're listening, Mike, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, listen, Balaam wouldn't listen to his donkey. <laughs> so I'm going to leave on this note. Normally I don't talk like this. You know, I don't, but it gets us where we're going. <laughs> so which one was the real ass? Hey, the dumps. <laughs> that joke was, that joke was coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. No, good points. Guys, you don't need the angel to talk to you. You don't need the donkey to talk to you. Use some common freaking sense. And with that, I actually got something that I wanted to surprise you with uh, this evening Uh-oh. that I'm going to be sending you. Oh, 
Okay, guys. All right. This is, this is for all those that are joining in along. So you're yep. getting to see this so as soon as they, I'm seeing they came, it. So here we go. They came in the mail today. Oh, so I'll oh be, sweet. So I will be sending you your own. Dude, we can play Frisbee, Ultimate Frisbee with that oh, thing. With your own little bit of common common freaking sense. Uh, shout out uh, to a page called At Era of Tech. He runs a business called Designs by Tech, and he 3D prints these things. 3D printed a couple Sweet. for me. They're they're pretty awesome. I got two of them, so we got our two cents. That's all that's the jokes in the cents. world. <laughs> and I will be I will be putting dropping one in the mail and sending them over to you. So so we will both have cool. One. But I I'm yeah all right yeah all right yeah. So things are moving right along here, guys. Thanks for sticking with us today. Uh, one more time uh, from the bottom of our hearts to you. I hope that you are having a very Merry Christmas with the ones that you love and the ones that love you. I hope you guys are having an awesome holiday break. If you're listening to this between the holidays, uh, then I hope it was a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. Uh, This will be us signing off for 2023, and we will be seeing you again in the brave new future that is 2024. The big things come in this year, guys. If you like the video, make sure that you leave it uh, a like. Uh, make sure that you subscribe or follow, depending on where you're watching this. And hey, if you guys would, please share the video with a friend. Uh, we're only going to grow with your support, and we need that from you guys. Uh, leave me a comment down below about uh, what you think the the coolest part of that story was. Because I'm, I'm saying the wildest part was when he just, like, without batting an eye, starts talking back to the donkey. <laughs> Absolutely. But you guys, can, Absolutely. you guys can let me know what you, what you think of that story and what your favorite part was. We love you guys so much. Stay safe. Stay free. We'll see you on the next one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.